Jeezy, oh, uh, Jeezy is more like, okay, no. TGZ is talking greasy and Vector's more like a heckler. Better yet, a professor take down a setup like wrestlers. Tag team and conventional thinking that. Okay. TGZ is talking greasy and Vector's more like a heckler. Better yet, a professor take down a setup like wrestlers. Tag team and conventional thinking and they don't let up Have you rolling out your cherries, episodes of stand-up special Tear jerking as for certain, you can stop the searching No subject swerving, they take them head on and keep on searching Topics like surgeons, they pick apart every thought with purpose Finding funny in it, who let the lions loose in the circus Ooh, Case of Florida man times two from the spooks to the spooks, opinions let loose. Have you howling when they wild and don't even refuse? Your friendly neighbors are assholes fucking up the room. Safe to assume a fetal position. You dare to listen, you'll get a crazy condition. Gonna check into admissions. Experiencing us, not laughing. Yes, I know the symptoms. A CAT scan will explain what you're feeling. A human tumor, a human tumor, a human tumor, a fucking rumor. Straight at my doula. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Humor Tumor. This is TJ. With me, as always, my co-host, co-pilot, David. David, I can't. Your audio is not going, buddy. Oh, there you go. It was on silent so I could eat some crackers. I I was listening. You were going in, and I was just like, "Oh, there's nothing coming out. Are we fucking up already?" Yeah. Hey, everybody, wait a second. We gotta wait for for David. Is that your impression of me? No, but I did. I I thought I sounded just like you. I. That's why I asked. I was so convinced. Well, I always have my hand up your ass. I might as well use you as the puppet. (laughs) How are you, buddy? Eh, man. It's been hard this week. Yeah, what's going on? I know that you're dealing with some... Uh... In fact, you know what? Our, I think we're going to skip our Dr. David question today, and we're going to talk what? about... Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about an issue you have. It's not even an issue. Well, I know you were dealing... Okay, so David... It's a dumb situation. David has been dealing with some high school drama from another grown-ass man. It, yeah. It's I really want, bad. Uh, okay, so like you've kind of given me some broad strokes about what's going on with this guy, but why don't you tell me like how did you get involved with this guy and how did it de- degrade into such insanity? Okay, so um, at my job, um, I knew my boss from back in high school, so he wanted me to start gaming with him. Because, you know, he plays games. Well, he plays with his best friend. His best friend lives across the street from him. I get introduced to the dude. Seems like a good dude. Helps me out a whole bunch. Like, insane. Like, somebody tries so hard to be your friend. He's trying to give you stuff. You're telling him, no, I don't want that, please. It was weird. Like, he kept on just... He was trying so hard. But... You, you don't want that, to that, that, that didn't give you any red flags right away. 
Oh, it did, but there's that one part of you that's like, well, it's my boss's best friend. So you're like, you don't want to seem insulting. And also, there's that part where it's like, sometimes people are just that nice. You know, they, they're, they're just like that. So everything was going good. And then my boss started gaming with his wife more. And he hates my boss's wife with a passion. So he won't even be on the same game or in the same chat with him. Really? With her. So, Why, because she stole him from her, him? Yeah. He has this uh, obsession with uh, having... What's this guy's name? Do you want to say his name or do you want to give him a fake name? I'm not... Uh, he should not... He that should not be named. I I don't know. Let's call him Timmy. Um, no, 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 no. That's a terrible name. No, no. I can Tim, beat him. People, na- people named Tim are a good upstanding people, so... Totally forgot your name was Tim. <laughs> I call you TJ. I know. My wife's making fun of me every, right now because every time you turn your fucking head, that fucking eye patch is like on your nose. And <laughs> I love it. Oh, wait one second. I got, I'm rubbing my face, guys. I'm being sleepy for no fucking reason. I got a new energy drink too. This shouldn't be happening. This is terrible. Okay, so this guy, we'll call him Big Ben. Big Ben was a pretty chill dude. Like, he seemed cool, but he just flipped and went kind of balls nuts. So What do you think think it was that made it flip? Well, definitely feeling like he was ignored. So when I first started gaming with them, they were – he well my boss was chill but he was kind of weird like he didn't want to talk to me he didn't really want to interact with me like he was like i i don't trust him kind of deal and then after a while i started talking to him trying to help him out he had some serious personal issues that i was helping him work through and then when my boss stopped playing game well didn't stop playing games with him he was like come and play with me and the wife he hates his wife so much, he just avoided the whole thing. He wouldn't do it. So he would bitch to my boss. My boss would mention it to me. I would tell my boss, don't worry about it. I'll play with him. And then maybe I can try to get him to chill out on your fucking wife, you know, and stop being what he was doing, you know, stop being the way he is. Well, while gaming with him, he thought I started becoming like trying to get to be like really, really good friends with him. Like, there's a difference of being a friend to a best friend to a chum. He was like a chum. He was just some dude that you were cool with and you would just talk to. But it wasn't somebody you tell your personal life to and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, an acquaintance. Yeah, but he started just opening up. And he was like, I know you're my friend. I'm like, yeah, you're my friend. What's the big deal? But I'm a busy person. Also, I like spending time with my family all the time. So I wasn't gaming that much. He took offense to that, started saying that, you know, I'm not loyal and all this stuff. And that's and, the, so that's when he started, like, blowing your phone up. No, this no. is before he did this. He, Wait, he started so, this kind of shit before. So he accused you of not being a loyal friend because you weren't video gaming. Yep. And why? Or, why at that point were you just like the fuck you, dude? I've got a life. 
because at the time I was talking to him about a lot of his problems. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where I knew we where he was. You know coming. what though? It's like I don't give a fuck about your problems. Don't come at me sideways like that. Oh, I know. And I, I talked to him. The first time this happened, I was like, "Listen, man, I don't game all the time. I have responsibilities. I got a wife. I'm like, I work all morning. I get home sometimes at like seven o'clock at night. You know, hell, some it, it's been later than that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to spend as much time with my family. So jumping on a game, also multiplayer games. I, I'm weird. I like single player games. Yeah, me too. A lot. I like getting immersed in the story, and then when you beat it, you play the multiplayer with your friends. So a lot of the games he plays is multiplayer and it's like, uh, I, I can take, pick it up, put it down real easy. You know, it's not a big I've got, thing. I've got friends of mine that like, if I wanted to, I could play every single night with them. We could sit back and talk, but like, I can't play call of duty that much. It's so fucking repetitive and fucking boring and lame. And like, I, I feel the exact same way, you know? And it's just, that's what it was. I explained it to him, and he said he understood. Mm-hmm. But he did not. He did not. He was like, just try a little bit harder. You know, the, if you see me, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, when you start putting out those kind of mandates, it's like, dude, fuck you. So, my son's birthday came up. Uh, and he got I, mad I that you went to your son's him. birthday? No, no. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what to get him. Well, uh-huh. my buddy... Uh, Big Ben, well, my buddy at the time, Big Ben, he had an extra computer. He constantly upgrades his computers. And the first computer he bought was a top-of-the-line uh, Alienware. Mm-hmm. He said he would sell it to me for 700 bucks with a monitor that was $600 by itself, keyboard, everything. It was an amazing deal. It's a good I deal. Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm fucking you over. Is there any way we can make it a little higher? You know, ask what you want. Yeah. You ask, know, realistically. Or, or at least ask what the parts are worth. Yeah. He said, no, 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 700 I said, okay. Went, picked up the computer. It was awesome. It was so nice of him. And um, we're, we're gaming. Everything's really, really cool. Everything, you know, I'm trying to jump on, like, once a week. If I'm able to, I, I definitely try to get on. I make a habit of it, and then sometimes I was able to. And then uh, he started buying me games. And I would mm. check my Steam thing. He was buying me a game. I'm like, dude, I... That's troubling. Yeah, yeah, it made me extremely nervous. I'm like, dude, I, I can't. And he's like, no, no, it's no biggie, man. This is what friends do for each other. Don't worry about it. Uh, that, what that is, is that's that... And I'm, I'm going to predict it right now. That's the tactic that people like him do. They do all these nice things, so that way when you do something that offends them, they can lord it over you. Exactly. That and also they have this chip on their shoulders saying, I did everything for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I helped him out so much. Well, and it, he definitely seems like one of those personalities where he doesn't have much of a personality. So his personality is actions rather than having a personality. Uh, actions and also being a chameleon. Uh, like, he just kind he, of fades into the background wallflower type. Well, he'll also assume ideas and personalities from other people. Copy catchphrases. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He talks starts... the same way that the person he's with talks. And uh, fucking he loser. Doing, he, he started doing that, and it was just getting really weird. I kept on talking to my boss about it. 
uh, my buddy at work, and he was like, no, he he's honestly that he's just like that. I'm like, okay. And then it got real bad again. I got Mike to start. Uh, see, I go and say, <laughs> um, I got the dude to start playing with my boss's wife, and it felt like everything was cool. Like everything was awesome. He was being chill. My boss is being chill. His wife's being chill. I'm mostly joking around with the boss's wife. I knew her in high school too. My boss and his wife have been together since like tenth grade. Mm-hmm. That which is super awesome for him. I I think did, it's amazing. did they go to did they go to Booker? Absolutely, they did. Okay, and do I know your boss? Yeah, I'll tell okay. you. His yeah, I don't want to. Player. Don't say it on the air. Yeah. So. Everything was just really cool and tight, and uh, my my boss he loves the game Destiny. That which I like Destiny too. It's it's Bungie. Bungie hardly ever makes a bad thing. You know, mm-hmm. granted the last Halo was a little eh, but you know what? The map making Forge mode on it was killer. But uh, he ended up finding a group of guys. Pretty much, he loves Destiny so much, but he never had a big enough friends group to go get into the raids right because he had to get people together he ended up finding a group of these really awesome guys i've gamed with them a few times now and they're a lot younger they're like anywhere from 16 to 27 okay and it's just people that love destiny and just want to play it and joke around super awesome guys so my buddy's friend uh my my boss gets you know big ben to jump into the game has a hissy fit absolutely hates them he's like i won't be fucking uh what was that i won't be disrespected i won't be disrespected by fucking kids oh why because they were roasting them a little bit kind of you know you know poking fun they're young guys well he would That's hate to play, he would hate to play with me oh i know so he gets all pissed off, calls me up. I'm not fucking gaming with him, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to play? Well, I erased Destiny off my computer. It's not my fucking game. I'm like, okay, what do you want to play then? I got this game, this game, this game. Of course he wants to play games I don't own. So next thing you know, he starts buying these games I don't own. I'm like, please stop that. Also, one thing I didn't add in, I never joked around him. I would throw out something funny every now and then, but I was so uncomfortable to joke around him because I didn't know what the fuck would set this guy off. Like he would when just... you when you gotta be on eggshells and even just a conversation. That, oh yeah, that is not a person you want to associate with. Yeah, it, it it was really uncomfortable. And I know I know you have this like desire to like help people that you see in need. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. But I. Man, on this one, this guy is a lun- this guy's a fucking lunatic. I know, but this is what the problem is. One, with my, it's my boss's best friend. Okay, so, so let's, wait, wait, wait. So let's address these one by one. It's your boss's best friend. Okay, you work for your boss. That doesn't mean that I, you have to be friends with his fucking friends. Okay, how about this? Wait one second, because what you just said, I. I understand everything now. I see where I went wrong. I went one. I went against my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Two, when he started bitching about my boss 
he was getting so nasty and mean, I couldn't even sway the conversation anymore. That I actually got with my boss. I was like, hey, shit's pretty serious with him. I'm like, I'm beginning to think he's a little unhinged. Yeah, this guy's going to fucking cut your throat in your sleep. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm explaining everything. I'm like, he's buying me these presents to like hold me mm-hmm. to make me give him company so he's not alone. Yeah. And he, this guy's married too. What's his and wife it, like? She's an absolute sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, just an absolute <clears throat> doll of a human being. How do you think she puts up with his insecurity? Well, she is foreign. Oh, okay. Does not speak very good English. And so he he does. Did he, did he buy her out of a shipping crate? I don't know. Is it a possibility? It's a possibility. But he he is extremely good to her. I will give him that. Okay, he, that's good. He's good to her. He is. He probably he probably but, knows deep down that he's not going to get any better. He, yeah, I think so. That's a lot of it. But like it just it, it started getting weird. And I'm telling my boss about it, and my boss is finally like, he's fucking insane. He goes, He he is crazy. And I'm like, why would you get me wrapped up in this? You know? Yeah, and that exactly. That would be mine. Yeah. Why did you introduce this person to me? He goes But at the same time, uh, if I was your boss and you said that to me, I'd be like, Look, I only introduced you. You did not have to continue anything with this dude. Yeah. Well, that happened too. So pretty much he's like, yeah, he's insane. I'm like, well, why did you get me wrapped up in this? He goes, before he was like eccentric. He was always eccentric. He goes, but once I started playing with my wife again, the crazy started getting worse. And he goes, it was all things I could see him doing, but thinking he would never go that far. I'm like, okay. He goes, and you're strong enough. You're good at talking with people. He goes, I figured you'd be fine. Also, I figured you're smart enough with the way you are. You'll tell him to go fuck himself the mm-hmm. minute he crosses the line. I'm like, oh, yeah, that will happen. But I don't give up on people. I'm like, if I can make you know this work, because I also feel obligated. Uh, Big Ben ends up calling me, telling me not to pay him the 700 I already paid him like $200. He goes, just give me, uh, give me $400. i am like... Okay, so I'll just pay you four hundred off then. And he goes, No, you already paid two, just give me two hundred dollars and we're fine. I'm like, Okay, no. I told him, I'm like, dude, this is no Yeah, that's that's a bit far. I'm like that I'm like, that's too much. That's really messed up. I'm like, No, dude. He's like, do it. Just fucking do it. It's no biggie. It was just sitting in my house anyways. And then I'm like, holy shit, this guy is such a good dude, but I need to figure out some way to get him to chill out at my boss and his wife and his friends. So then it became a mission to make his life better because this guy literally just did this amazing shit for my and son. This is the, I know, but that's, that's where you fucked up. I know. So then it comes around Christmas time. He tells me, Hey, don't pay me shit until after Christmas. I'm like, okay, no problem. Right. Then didn't hear much from him. He said that he started working on getting his contractor license, at which I was like, awesome, dude. I'll draw you a picture for your logo. 
he'll be sick. He started being happy, uh, like really happy. Like he was just doing good, man. I'm like, awesome. And you would be like, oh, man, what you said to me that night, it was freaking awesome. Thank you. You know, I've been using that. I feel like doing this. Me and the wife have been having fun. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like I was so happy for him. Everything seemed better. And he wasn't gaming that much either because he was doing all this stuff. Then uh, Christmas came, uh, bought him a game online, you know, wrote him a nice little thing saying, dude, thank you so much for everything you've done for me and my family. I appreciate it. I'm so happy that you're doing all this stuff. You and your wife are getting closer. He buys me a game back. Like everything was cool. You know, him and the boss is getting along. Everything's fine. The next thing you know, like January 10th, I go to work, go to pick up chemicals, and the boss is like, hey, man, just to let you know, you know, Big Ben says he's fucking done with you and wants nothing to do with you, and all debts are paid. You don't have to pay him back any money. He never wants to fucking talk to you again. And instead, instead of just being like, okay, cool. You were like, well, I got to find out why. No. No? It, it put me into an instant rage. Yeah. Oh, because it's like, dude, I spent... So the last time we tried the game together, he sat there and bitched about my boss so hard that I got upset. Because my boss is a great fucking dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, all he wants to do is hang out with his friends, play his favorite game, and also fucking game with his wife their marriage is doing so good because they're doing shit together as a family even with his son they all they have computers in their living room and they just sit there and play together it's really awesome that they all have the same interests like everything's good i'm like dude you need to chill the fuck out the next thing you know i'm on i'm on the computer for two hours sitting there while he's trying to get his brother-in-law on a game with us and they're just talking just talking and talking about getting into this game and i'm just sitting there two (laughs) hours go by and finally he's like oh we'll just try tomorrow hey man i'll talk to you later okay good night just gets off i was (laughs) like what the fuck well i'm like i'm not doing that again yeah three days later i'm surprised you hung out for two hours dude after like 40 minutes of trying to get into that game i've been like dude fuck this i'm out oh well you know when you're a little inebriated, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> you know, I can self-entertain myself like nobody's business. But, like, I just sat there and I was just like, dude, that really sucked. I don't, I never want to do that again. Like, I missed out on watching a movie of the wife and kids. Yeah. You know? To do that. Because I wanted to jump on, you know? Because it's like, you know, my boss is playing his game. He, he won't play that game out of some weird fucking principle. Whatever. So... But yeah, he tells my boss that. Then my boss tells me that. I'm like, are you fucking serious? He goes, yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Did this bitch just break up with me? <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry, everybody. This has been like 20 minutes of just, you know, building it up. But this is actually kind of the first time I told TJ about it, too. Yeah, this is the first. I mean, I, I, I like I said, you give kind of give me broad strokes, but yeah. I wanted, but, to, I wanted to get into this. So 
what it comes down to is I was dating a dude without knowing it. And he was like buying me presents and shit. And because I wouldn't sit on his meat pole, he broke up with me. And then this is the worst part. So after the boss tells me this, I'm like, okay, fuck him. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, you know what happened the last time I played with this bitch? I'm like, I fucking had to sit there for two hours while him and his brother-in-law made turkey noises at each other. <laughs> with them both telling me why they make turkey noises. Oh, 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 it's like an inside joke thing that they had to get you in on? Yeah, but it took longer than the story to tell. Oh, boy. And it was fucking bullshit. It was I stupid as fuck, too, right? No, it was so dumb. And this is the worst damn part. The instant he did that, I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm over it. I don't fuck around with this shit. Shit got too crazy now. I knew some shit was going on. I'm like, something's not fucking right. It's weird. So the boss starts laughing. He goes, yeah, he's fucking lost it, hasn't he? I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm like, I sat there and tried helping his ass out all those times, you know, trying to be nice. You know, I wanted to pay him the full fucking money. And now he tells me I don't owe him shit. It's like, are you fucking serious? You think that's going to be your win? Like, oh, don't pay me the money. It's fine. My high horse has more cash on it than you have. <laughs> Fuck you. You piece of shit. He did not win. And then this is the best part. I go two days, I'm still stewing about it, like getting angry, then laughing my ass off, then getting angry again. Like I was amping myself up for a joke and then just laughing constantly. It was really hilarious. <laughs> so next thing you know, I'm going to go take a shit. This is like two days later. Uh huh. Phone goes off. Wife silenced the phone because I have a really obnoxious ringtone. I just get a text message back. Okay. I'm like, what? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this shit right now. I start texting, just being like, you know, I'm not going to lie. Kind of hurt my feelings. You know, I thought you and me were becoming pretty good dudes. You know, he, he liked metal too. So we would talk about metal music and shit. It, 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 he was an okay guy when he wasn't losing his mind, like most women say when they date a serial killer. But, like, everything was going really chill. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? Kind of floored me. You know, I'm sorry I don't get the game very much, but I have a wife and kids. I have responsibilities in my life, and I'm not going to give up on their happiness and my job to hang out with you all the fuck. Yeah, time. you fucking dork. I say that. Well, I'm tag I'm I'm typing it out, right? Uh-huh. And then I just get this freaking message. This is so stupid. I'll read it here for you guys. I was taking screenshots of this shit because it was so fucking Yeah, I know. You were sending them you sent me a few. Oh my god. I, I remember looking at it and I was just like, dude, this is this is like middle school shit. Like it insecure, is. insecure middle school shit. So just to let you guys know too. He sends me this, but while he's sending me this, he calls my boss and he goes, I fucking knew it. And boss is like, what? He's like, David's only friends with me because he's friends with you. And then yeah, I mean, that's how we were introduced. Like, yeah, that's how, you know, you introduce. He goes, no, he was only being friends with me 
so he could still be friends with you. He used because we're so close. And this guy has done nothing but for half a year talk shit about my boss. Yeah. Actually, uh, it'll be a whole year and a week. I guess that is that is some fucking wild mental gymnastics. Yeah. He goes, I set up this test when I told you that to say that to him. I, I knew if he really did care for me as a friend. He would have called me right then and there and asked me about it, but he didn't even care. He didn't call me for two days. This was a test. I was checking his loyalty, his friendship. He was using me. And my boss is like, you're fucking crazy. I would have gone over to his house and I would have slapped him right in his fucking mouth. My boss went over there twice to try to talk to him about it. And he like side sidesteps the conversation every time. But there would have been no talk. I would have just fucking slapped him right in the face. Oh, I know. So Tuesday, I get this. If you would have ever told me from the beginning that the only reason you treated me like a friend was because I was David's friend, this would have been a lot easier. I don't like fake people. And the fact that you didn't even you didn't even try to make contact with me just uh, solidifies it. What the fuck, dude? That seriously sounds like a crazy girlfriend text. That sounds like a crazy girlfriend text. So I talked to you before I even got that Mm -hmm. about this. And before I was kind of laughing about it, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking stupid. This motherfucker thinks I can't live without him. It's like, are you serious? Fuck you, you piece of shit. has 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 it gone even further since we last spoke? Yes. Oh, my God. So I sent him a text back. Pretty much said what I, I said. And also, I made it kind of weepy. Do sure. the victiming. Don't, sure. You don't get to manipulate me, motherfucker. So while this is happening, my boss ends up sending me a message saying, hey, this is like all a test. This is a game to him. He goes, call him and set his ass straight. <sighs> so he's back there. But he's back there thinking he's fucking Littlefinger moving his pawns on the chest exactly but when my boss told me that it was all just a test you lost your mind oh oh like (laughs) if i had a field i would have went outside and started air fighting you know like a montage song you're just like standing in your room shadow boxing oh my god I, i sent you some of the messages from my boss um pretty much this is what my boss said my boss is getting sick of his shit too so he's constantly trying to make my boss feel bad. The game with them keeps on talking shit about his wife underhanded around my boss. My boss is getting sick of that. So pretty much I told the boss. I'm going to freaking lose it. My boss just said, tell him that be yourself straight to the point. Don't worry about his feelings. Don't let him win this. I do. I do this like that. Your boss is. I do like that your boss was like, he doesn't know I'm telling you this, so don't tell him. <laughs> yeah. Because it will just cause problems for him. And if he's going yeah, that Yeah, that motherfucker manic, lives across the street. Exactly, man. I don't want that happening to him. But pretty much after that, uh, it's one, it's been a continuous joke. You know? But it, it's... It's been so fucking stupid. So where's this? Where's the stand now? Is are you? Is he still contacting you or trying to 
contact you or no he hasn't so he's removed me from everything good that which is and you know what's funny too since i bought this computer i have not enjoyed it because i was constantly if i was gaming with him i was constantly worried about saying something to offend him yeah fuck that and shit dude like i never enjoyed playing any games to the point i just thought i i got old and i don't like playing games anymore. no it turns out he's just a fucking annoying piece of shit well anytime i touch the computer he would pop up hey want to play oh something God. and it's like i'm playing like a one-player solo game well if you want i'll just be sitting here oh my it's god it's like what the fuck man i'm like i can't even play a single player game i have the witcher 3 i want to play it on the computer with the graphics turned up all high what but a I, fucking I tool couldn't. Dude, it, it was just, it was bad. I know this was a long, crazy story, and it wasn't very funny. You know, but that's okay because I wanted to, I wanted to hear about it because, like, I just can't imagine a grown man acting like that. Like, he's got to be our age, right? He's older. He's older, and he's acting like that. He's like forty-one years old. Wow, man. Dude, it's flipping sad, right? It's pretty it's, sad. It's, it's sad. Like, I'm sitting there, and then every day my boss is like, you said you wanted to kill you the other day. I'm just like, what the fuck ever? Bring it! I re- oh, my God. It's so stupid. And then Dude, make it... The, fir- like, the first time the red flag popped up, you should have just fucking cut that off right then and there. I, I know this is going to sound weird. Okay. Imagine there's like a really ugly girl or guy in your class but they start going around telling everybody that you're going out mm-hmm. and you're like ew ew what the fuck no that's the way i felt about it this whole thing like if you didn't want to be friends with anybody anymore me i just don't talk to them like shut them down completely like it just you just say hey i don't want to be your friend anymore you erase their shit off of everything, and then you're like, boom, that guy was a piece of shit. Move on. Yep. All this guy does now is call my boss and bitch about me. Of course. But, like, just crazy. My boss is just in there. I'm not going to lie. I made a few comments. You know, every single time I fuck up on the game, I was like, oh, my God, I missed him. <laughs> you know, it's like, he broke my heart. <laughs> but it, it, it's like, when he did that. And I, I guess I feel bad because in some ways, you know, him saying I was only friends with him. You feel bad. You feel bad because you invested time in him. That and also that wasn't my intent. I never was using him and I thought I was his buddy. It doesn't that, matter. That, it does. It doesn't matter what your intent, though, is, because if he doesn't perceive it the right way, it's irrelevant. Oh, I know. But the other part of it, too, is I feel bad about how much I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No, I 100 Dude, you should not give a single flying fuck about this idiot. No, it's not that it, I feel bad like everybody's like, "Oh man, you know, scrub jays are endangered. That's really terrible." And you know, you look at scrub jay, you're like, "Yeah, it's an okay-looking bird, but you just don't give a fuck at all." Yeah. It's like it's something that should be like heartbreaking for like I think this dude is sitting in his house right now, just beating off so proud, like, oh, I showed him. Now, does Big Ben listen so to, does he, does he listen to the show? 
I hope he does. I hope he does too. If if you are listening, Ben, fuck you. You better back off my. You better back off my dude, David. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna come down to Florida and I will beat your ass. He kind of big though. I don't care. If he's yeah, bi- if he's bigger than me, I'll just stab him. I hate the idea that you're only allowed to fight with your fist. I know. You know, somebody's going to find that cheat code in life that goes, no, pick up the two by four. Dude, I, the, the, I don't, I won't, I won't fight fair. I, I'm not a fighter. So if I've got to get into a fight, I'm grabbing a brick. I'm grabbing a rock. Whatever's near me, it's coming at you. You know, it's funny. You look like you could be like when you're angry, like you get like <laughs> really serious, angry face. But other than that, no. Oh, Perry. Oh, wait, oui, wait, oui. wait, oui, wait. Oui. But no, Dude, I, I, that, I've been told that before that I have the look of like somebody who fights. But the last time I was in a fight, dude, I was maybe 11, 10 or 11. Was it slapping and grabbing? It was my cousin Ryan. And, and we fought at my grandmother's house because we'd spent four months of the summer together and we were sick of each other. You know how that goes. I mean, any brawl that you've had with your family, has it ever <laughs> has it ever been uh because you actually hate them? No, it's because they've been around you too much and they're annoying the shit out of you. Uh, well, my sister's like that. Uh, your sister's something else, dude. She called up my mom and dad and called them religious zealots. For what reason? So, th- this is the thing about my sister. My sister has been so hardcore conspiracy Trump oh, 100%. Oh, no. Like, I mean, to an unhealthy level. But the only problem is she really buys into conspiracy theories. She'll go on Twitter and she'll read all this. She'll read all this stupid shit and then believe it. Like, okay, put it this way. Like, one Christmas, we're all standing in my grandmother's kitchen. And she was like, yeah, blah, 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 the GOP, blah, 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 Congress, blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, and you know that they faked, uh, oh, shit, uh, Sandy Hook. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then she went on this whole diatribe. Oh, yeah, about how about all the Survivor kids are actors. And- oh, my God. I looked at her. I was like, you know what? Conspiracy theories can be really, really fun. Disclaimer here. The humor tumor loves conspiracy theories oh yeah they're super fun but this is the thing sandy hook no i don't buy no i don't see that to me that's as bad as being a holocaust denier yeah no that was a terrible situation and for you to say something like that you better have your fucking shit straight you know even um what's his name that started that whole rumor um we love him too alex jones Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. I love Alex Jones. (laughs) Even he apologizes for it now. He's like, I got bad info. He goes, but when you're in that kind of news of trying to shock people awake, he goes, you use those stories. He even said on Joe Rogan, I was wrong. But she, she still owns it. So after this election, every conspiracy that she took as truth, that she built around her, crumbled Mm -hmm. so now she's online she has switched sides completely so she went from republican to a weird democrat hybrid oh really 
and now she calls my parents up and goes, you guys are religious zealots. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so now, she, she's take, now she's taking the role of militant atheist? It just changed out of nowhere. It's fucking... No, that's the hybrid part. She's still Christian. That doesn't make any fucking sense. This is the same girl that would dress as a goth, tell my parents to go fuck themselves, scratch me, like, literally stick her nails in my arm. I have scars on my arm still. I would be bleeding all <laughs> down my arm. And then go in a room and listen to ABBA. Your sister's fucked up, bro. Have you ever seen a, a girl look goth, shave her head, you know, hair yes. on the back, but then listening to Ace of Base on Blast? I mean, I could see it now, but like 10 years ago, that would have been like, no way. Imagine somebody being super, super angry and listening to the happiest music on the planet. (laughs) It is hilarious. But yeah, she's doing this crazy shit nowadays. Man, you know, I do do think it's funny and I I don't want to go too deep in this, but all the uh, QAnons and like uh, these hardcore Trump supporters now calling him weak and, and powerless. And it's just like, it, it's so funny to me how how little these folks seem to care about who the mouthpiece is. You know what I mean? They just want whoever's going to support whatever crazy shit they want to throw out there. Well, th- this whole situation is the same as any argument or venting anything. Like, if you called me up to bitch about something, you don't on nobody honestly wants to hear a different opinion, they want validation of their opinion, exactly. And that's what this is it's the same mentality with the people they choose, they choose it on base of sides. <laughs> you know, Did come you... on, look at our democratic party, or I mean, not democratic, but look at our party system, they even have like little mascots, they could yep. be a football team, agreed. You know, it, it it's sad. But <laughs> I, the, although one funny thing, did you see that uh, Joe Exotics people uh, rented him a giant pickup truck limousine and like a hairdresser and everything because he asked Trump for a pardon, and then obviously Trump did not deliver that pardon. Uh, listen, yeah, rem- you know, I gotta, what? I gotta I gotta pull up the the limo that they rented because you're gonna love this. I heard that he was going for a pardon. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, look at this fucking thing. <laughs> it like it, it, you probably already know what it's going to look like even before I show this to you. But it's a Dodge Ram pickup limo. So they rented <laughs> they rented that and Ashley told me uh, about the pardon, and then after the pardons came out the next day, she's like, so Joe Exotic didn't get pardoned. And I was like, no. I was like, but they're going to lose the deposit on that limo. You know, like... <laughs> Man, they're going to... They just wasted so much church's chicken money. I feel so bad for them. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, that was I, my Popeye's money for the year. And look, let me let me just say this, you know, Joe Exotic's a piece of shit. And he definitely mistreated those fucking animals. Uh, but at the same time, he's got such a he's such a personality that like I do want to see him out of jail. 
just because I want to see what he's going to do next. Watch out. Your, your 18 year old son could be next. <laughs> that he is a predator. He is a predator, dude. I'm not look, I am not denying that Joe Exotic is a fucking piece of shit garbage human, but he's an entertaining garbage. He he's like those moms that steal babies and then raise the babies as their own and they love them and they do everything for them. That's the way he is about rape victims. He abducts them and then he's just like, Don't cry, I'm gonna give you a hundred bucks a week. Oh my and god, then, that is a great Joe Exotic impression. <laughs> it's the first time I tried doing the voice, but he's like, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars a week. You want some blow? We'll we'll eat some testitos and uh do some blow, and then you can watch my whole DVD. So <laughs> with me mouth thinking <laughs> country music. Here here in the here in the greenhouse, we are gigantic fans of the uh, show Ghost Adventures. Oh my god. Fucking Zach Baggins. Oh my god. I fucking love that show. Like, no lie. I legitimately love that show. You know what's so sad? And we mentioned it a few times. I'm happy that we're getting off of that breakup subject. Because I'm still sore about it. And Well, it wasn't that good. I feel bad because we were on for a while talking about that. I'm sorry, folks. But at least you know what's going on. And also, listen... All of you people out there going out with people when you don't know you're going out with people. <laughs> I'm here for you. When, when you're in relationships that you don't even know about yourself, David understands. I forgot what my wife was calling me because people were just buying me shit like crazy. Oh, you're a, like, you're no a sugar baby. No, not sugar baby. It was like an Amazon hoe or something. An Amazon hoe. <laughs> What's the name of it? the gift babies or something <laughs> oh she called me a wish list hoe <laughs> i love it well it, it make it sad like my wife knows these fucking things so she'll just be talking to me because honestly everybody this isn't the first time a dude's done this to me it uh, unfortunately it is not no i've been witness to at least two other occasions that I could think of. And and, in, and to make it weird, like the other three times this has happened, the dudes wanted to bang me. And it was really fucking I'm ugly. still not convinced that fucking Ben doesn't want to ream out your asshole, dude. He doesn't no, it's all emotional. That's I don't what's know. really no, that's what's disturbing. To that's be that bit. to be that passionate about it, dude, I think he definitely wants to slide some dick in you. He doesn't want to slide any dick in me. I, I imagine he would entertain the You know idea. what? No, this kind of guy, he probably would be more into you like fucking his wife in front of him. Oh, That seems more his speed. Yeah. that he, He's got that cuck Some feel. kind of weird like control thing, you know? Yeah, it just... Ugh. But, okay, sorry. Zach Baggins. <laughs> but we talk about this uh, a lot. They actually had one of the best documentaries with actual paranormal, like, that's Evident one thing. I, oh, that's a disclaimer I want to give about the show. I am anybody who knows me, even though I love stories of like ghosts and aliens and stuff like that. I am a pretty big skeptic. Oh yeah. Um, I don't. I am definitely not one of those pipe people that's quick to just jump to. Well, this is something unnatural or unexplained. It's unexplainable. <laughs> but I have seen so. Uh, I've seen pretty much every single episode of Ghost Adventures. I've seen both of their live events where they did the overnight lockdowns. Big fan. I will say 
despite how corny and dumb these guys are, they have caused some pretty compelling stuff on video. They have and audio. They, they have some of the most legit stuff, like <clears throat> stuff mm-hmm. that you're like, oh damn! Like you, you can tell when something does actually shock them for real. Yeah, they don't know what to do. They're like, well, and, uh, and I, I've had moments watching that show where I've I can feel like my hair stand on end. You know, it, I I love ghost and uh, alien shows because it's like you get to be a kid again and play pretend. Right. Like in your mind, you can kind of fool yourself into being true. Like you can, you you can like submit a little bit of your logic and just get into it and have fun. I love those kind of shows. Well, the the reason I brought it up though is because they did a special at uh, Joe Exotic Zoo. Did they? Yeah, dude. Oh God. Oh yeah, you got you got to watch it. It's fantastic. But uh, they do an investigation and uh. You know, they actually end up catching some pretty compelling evidence at Joe's uh, zoo, as long as potentially discovering more bodies that were buried on that property. No shit. Yeah, dude, you should watch it. It's it's really good. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about them filming and then seeing this apparition, and he's like... <laughs> He's in jail watching the episode on the big house TV. <laughs> He's just like, oh, my God, that is the ghost of my ex-husband. Dude, uh, they say that on the show. And oh, they, my God. And they lure the ghost out with fucking cigarettes. It's great. You got you to gotta watch it, dude. We heard he likes crystal meth. <laughs> so, we're going to put a bump out here. Hey, Brian. I know. I And I know that here. that. That show definitely, like, it's all about the edit. The way that they edit that show with their little musical stings and the, like, different things that they do audio and visually are all meant to build the atmosphere of this show. Because if you watch any oh, of their yeah. live stuff, that shit falls apart so fast. Oh, what was the one live show that they had and the guy was just saying it was straight out fake? No. Oh, so, okay. So the clip you're talking about, though, is... uh. They did a lockdown in Las Vegas. It was a live Halloween event. And uh, Zach had, what was that movie that had the box? It was like a Jewish demon that was in the a box. A Dybbuk box. A Dybbuk box, yeah. So they had a Dybbuk box. And uh, Zach brings in this rabbi. And he's talking to the rabbi. And he's like, he's like, you know, do you believe in like demons and demonic spirits and things like that? And he go, the rabbi goes, not really. And he goes, he goes, I know it's probably better for your script if I do, but yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think what the guy meant like that was that he knows there's a narrative that they're trying to build for this thing rather than they're like, I don't think that they're handing these people actual scripts. Yeah. No, like, yeah, the, the narrative, you know, might not my only favorite. that, but like on that, on the thing of being at fake, I'm sure that they, they overreact to some things because it's television and they got to make it big. But Zach Baggins seems so, he seems so into it that I can't imagine him wanting to fake things. Well, the the biggest thing is when you think about it, they weren't the first ghost show out there, but they're the ones that set the president for every ghost show after. 
They well, really I, I I think that Ghost Hunters, right? That would be the oh, one Taps. That, yeah, I think that they really set the precedent, for like well, what they, a ghost they, TV show is. Yeah, but you know what, Zach Baggins. <laughs> they was did the a slicker. One that, they did it slicker. They were able to get the backing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, yeah, Travel also, Channel went all in on them. But not even that. Zach Baggins marketed himself like nobody's business. He went from wearing just a t-shirt and a jacket looking like average dude to wearing very bright rhinestone shirts, mm-hmm. working out, getting big to have a presence on the screen. So a lot of people, I know him as Zach Baggins when he first started, you know, just what happened here in the house? And now he's, you know, people don't even know his name. They're just like, Oh, the big muscly ghost guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it well, and like, he and he's and he's definitely set himself up to be like master of the occult. Yeah, that's his new thing. He's going for a hot topic Doctor Strange look. It's very interesting. <laughs> I know. Did you see the felt the felt fedora? Oh yeah, he wears those a lot. Oof. The minute he married that porn star, he started wearing these fedoras like nobody. Oh, he, mar- he married a porn star. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, look it up. Let's, yeah, see, let's see what his wife looks like. There's pictures of him and her at his museum in Las Vegas. Because he started buying all those. Um, um, he started buying all that serial killer shit, putting it mm-hmm. in that. I guess Which I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. If I ever go to Vegas, I'm definitely going to his museum. Well, I guess two people died there from it, and that really helped. Get everything going. Holly Madison. Oh, she was a Playboy. She was a Playgirl, right? Well, and she was in Playboy. Yeah, yeah Girls Next that's Door. Was. Uh, that means we could do this. Oh, don't, don't, do All right, it. Zach Baggins. What did I know? There's titties on the screen. Damn it, dude! My kids could have been out here. Look, buddy. <laughs> What, what are you gonna say? What 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 thing can you say right now? The the showing titties to a child being good. Q's old enough. He's probably seen titties on the internet. He's probably. I, seen I am titties. four thousand percent sure of that. No, he's he's probably seen her titties. I he has his own computer in his room. Hey, thanks for the computer, you fucking jack off. But yeah, like his son, his son is in there pounding his meat to that computer, dog. Yeah, how does that feel, Mr. High and yeah. Mighty? He probably got cum right in that keyboard, too. Probably. I've had to clean it. Fucking jam it up. It's just filled with my children, my grandbabies. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many dead souls in that thing. Dead besides, Jewish souls. What, what, what would I say about your children potentially seeing nudity? Um, nudity is natural. We're born naked. It's so going to happen. Why the fuck are you worried about it? Don't you want your kid? Didn't you want what? Let your Wait kids a second, watch are you like coming after me? Yeah, right? I'm coming after you right now. Did you? Didn't you let your kids watch like fucking R-rated horror films when they were like five? No. Oh. All right then. <laughs> Jeez, didn't you shake them? <laughs> didn't you beat them and put them in the closet? <laughs> no, I've never had to hit my kids. I got good kids. No. The, the best was when my son turned 13. J- Joe was like, 
man, when I was 13, I was watching R-rated movies all the time. And she was like, we need to watch Roadhouse. Well, my wife only watched Roadhouse on TNT uh, movie. Oh, uh, uh, so she didn't realize. She didn't realize. So she's watching it. My son's just like, this is highly inappropriate, mom. Like, just making fun <laughs> of her. And you, you can't help it. Like, my, my wife was just like, shut the fuck up. They're boobs. You're supposed to like them. And, you know, yeah. and then she would fast forward. But you, she got really embarrassed because you can't help it. Like, I, what movie was it? Oh yeah, the bent over the barrel scene made her embarrassed in Roadhouse. <laughs> really? Oh well, me. Well, I was like, we gotta watch the scary movies. I love uh, the first two scary movies. So there's a lot I of tits the, in those movies. Well, I put the second one on. I forgot all about the boobs. I forgot about the exploding cum. Yeah, did you forget like, about the the ghost rape scene? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about everything and my son just because he told me about what what my wife put on the TV when I came home and I made fun of her I was like you're a bad mom <laughs> a bad mom you know and then I, I'm more watching that and my son just turns to me he goes you're just as bad as mom <laughs> I'm like oh shit like, shut up you know you're saving it for the spank bank you can't hide them from this shit, though. Dude, I no way. Look, we I think we talked about this in a recent episode where we were talking about how hard it was to acquire porn when we were young. Oh, I know. It's so easy for them. It's Dude, not fair. It's it's really not. Yeah, it. You know, it. No matter. Not even that. All the great movies back in the eighties, they they had boobs in them. Like my wife just said. 16 candles john hughes film dude i re- and- I remember just trying to download like a a two minute and 30 second clip of a chick sucking dick and it would take like four hours to download i like how that stuck with you yeah you're like hurricane katrina Dude, I can dial up internet. <laughs> I, I could specifically describe that video to you that if you've seen it, you would know exactly what I was talking about. What, the video that you downloaded? The, the video itself, yep. What was it? Was it the. Uh, no, it, it's a guy filming and he's kind of like sitting in an office, right? And he turns and his girlfriend is coming in and she's wearing a bikini. And he talks to her for a few minutes. She whips her tits out and starts sucking his dick. But it's uh, God, I, I, it's one of those videos that, like, if I showed you a screen cap of it, I guarantee you saw it. It went everywhere on the internet. I don't know, dude. I I don't I don't re I don't have instant recall when it comes to that stuff. Oh, dude, I'm uh, I know that I know that uh, Jerry Wayne had claimed you as our porn expert on this show, but he was wrong. Oh. No. No, 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 he's wrong. I only, no, I know a few. I am a porn expert. Yeah, no, I'd like, I, I I think people, when they see me get that feeling, they're just like, man, this dude knows a lot about Star Wars and porn. Like, they just look at me. (laughs) Like, my favorite is, like, people see me on the computer, and they're having problems on the computer, and then they'll be like, hey, 
come over here. I, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong in me. I'm always like, yeah, I'll help you out. You know, I'm always like willing to, you know, help out and I'll go up there and they're like, what, how do I do this to this? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. And they're like, oh, I just assumed, you know, because you're kind of you, you're into that nerdy stuff that you would know. And it's like, no, motherfucker, not every single person that likes comic books fucking know how to use a computer. Yeah, I I have my last experience of getting to learn the computer was. Tenth grade at my office uh, where I work, dude, I am the youngest person in there and our computers do everything, dude, every one of them come to me for computer issues and I have to tell them I'm like dude I can barely I can barely operate this thing <laughs> I know enough I know enough to not kill the computer but that's it I can't go in there and program I can't fucking I don't know how to type in a command to execute something I don't know any of that shit dude no the like I played uh, WoW for a little bit, and people are were like, "Oh yeah, just do this, this, and this," and they'll just bring up this chat page, and then you can have the other chat page on this. And if you want, you can put a music player here. I'm Dude, like, the, I, the closest I've what? ever come to that was back in the days of MySpace when I would do the HTML, and I didn't even do the HTML. I would go to other websites and copy it. Yep, I would paste it and change certain elements. I. God, I miss MySpace. I know. Remember how fun and free MySpace was? It was. It was wonderful. It was the Wild West, man. Wild West of social media. Everybody wanted to switch over. I, I told when I first went to Facebook, I was like, I miss <laughs> I miss MySpace. Dude, I used to get laid so much off of MySpace. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. I oh put a God. lot of ass on my. Funny enough, that's how me and Ashley met was on a MySpace. Was it? Yeah, dude. I've never asked you how you and Ashley met. Uh, no, I've never regaled you the tale. No. Okay, so yeah, um, I was fucking around on face on on MySpace, uh, doing what I do, looking for girls, you know. Uh, and Ashley's profile said she had just moved to the area. She was looking for people to hang out with. I was like, all right, you know, that's it's pretty. It's a relatively easy in. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Well, my sister, her friend uh, was hosting a house party at a house that her parents were moving out of. So there was like no furniture or anything in the house. Uh, but That's they they got it. They got a couple kegs and there's weed and shit. And uh, so my sister was like, do you want to go? And I was like, sure. I was like, do you care if I invite somebody? And she's like, no, that's no problem. So. I invited Ashley. I was like, hey, I don't know you, but if you want people to hang out with, we're going to this house party tonight. My sister, a couple friends, you're welcome to come with us. And she accepts, and we go out. And uh, at the time, uh, I was hanging out with this other girl that I was, I'm not going to say her name on the air, but uh, we were hanging out, and we were fucking off and on. You know, It was kind of an on-off thing with me and this chick. We would we'd bang, but we never like had a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, because you're heartless. <laughs> uh, and uh, I ended up going home with her that night. 
So um, I felt bad that I invited Ashley out and we didn't like hang out at all. She actually ended up hanging out with Gay Matt most of the night. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so they ended up hanging out most of the night, right? And uh, I felt bad that I invited this chick out and I didn't even like spend any time with her. So I sent her a message on on MySpace. So I was like, "Hey, look, let's let's just go out. We'll grab a few drinks, just hang out, you know." me and you see where it goes and so uh we did and we went to I, the first place i took her was the cock and bull pub up in sarasota oh fuck yeah 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 so we went there and then we had our first official date at the outback steakhouse which you know <laughs> it's so funny because i was actually talking with ashley about this uh yesterday night i was like dude back in those days when i was a a broke bachelor like i was telling my boys i was like oh yeah i'm about to take this girl out for this expensive dinner you know probably gonna drop like a 50 spot on it you know <laughs> <laughs> talking about 50 i might i might even get the blooming onion you know really treat her right <laughs> it'll make her feel comfortable you know She's, you know when you get a princess you gotta treat him like one so uh yeah we went out and then uh we just started dating from there, dude. And then, you know, she got into a financial bind back there in Florida, and I wasn't in any kind of position to help her. Oh, no, you were poor as fuck. I was poor as fuck. And so uh, I broke up with her, so she would move back to Texas, back where her family lived. And then, we, you know, we kept talking for like a year, year and a half. We kept talking over the phone and texting and shit. And finally, I was like, you know... um, I'll come out there. We'll hang out for a couple weeks and see what happens. I came out here and never fucking left. Yep. That's when you abandoned me. That's when I abandoned you. I was like, Thanks fuck. a fucking lie. Well, look, David, I didn't want to tell you this, but all this years of friendship has actually just been a test to see how loyal you are. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm fake as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking fraud. I don't even think that's your real family. I think you just hire actors whenever whenever you know you're going to be on camera with me. Absolutely. And you're like, oh, it doesn't matter that Jill looks different every time I see her. You're just like flapping the same red wig on somebody. I haven't changed the wig. That's why. <laughs> if she knew right now, she'd punch me in the head. But speaking of frauds, I didn't want to let you know. Me and Jill have been watching 90 Day Fiance. Oh, isn't it fucking great? Oh, I don't know if it's great. That's fucking horrible, dude. These people are mutants. I know. I you did you watch the did you happen to watch the one with Ed and Rose? Yes, I'm not done with it. We oh found it finally. We've been watching it. He just got done questioning Rose. Uh oh, where he told her to take the S D D test? Yeah. Yeah. And now he he started rubbing her feet. You're right where I am. And saying, you know, asking her the kid. Ed, I don't know if he's like the sweetest, nicest person who's ever lived. He he, he is very he is a very sweet man, but his insecurities are his biggest problem. That's all of the guys on that show. That yep. that muscle bound dude dating. I have I haven't seen that one yet. It's on the same. It's 
the whole it's the other couple it's he the guy's like kind of jacked but he's like a southern dandy <laughs> and he's going out with this russian girl that's like a dj it is fantastic because i she, need to watch that one oh my god she's so over the top with her reactions she learned english it's like talking to a junkie on from transformers the movie they <laughs> learned how to speak english from tv so she'll sit there and she'll like one minute she'll just be like and this is where i live very nice <laughs> and, and like he'll smile and then she'll be like he's so scared i leave him he all crazy in the head well, look, let's, let's let's talk about the one that we've both seen so ed and rose like he is a little meatball of a man huh his He's a fucking meatball with legs. It, it looks like Mario jumped on his head. Yeah. <laughs> and like squished it inward. But Look. he's such a nice, sweet guy. I I know. So the story behind Ed it was he was married. He was super happy. Had a daughter. Got weak. <laughs> cheated on his wife. Told her she left him. And he's been celibate ever since. When you look, when you look like day. Ed, like bagging a wife, he should have just been happy for that. Oh, dude, that's the way I handle it. It's like I'm lucky enough to find somebody that even want to touch me or look at me <laughs> naked. You know, but Ed, he's just such an interesting dude. It's kind of neat because you can tell he's somebody that doesn't have an alternative motive. He's, he, he, does, he does seem like a sweet man. Yeah, he's just an honest, kind person. And in some ways, I can't blame him. That That's the biggest problem in the show is these older guys, and they date these younger girls, and they know it's wrong. And that's where will, the insecurity I, comes from. Well, how about I this? will say that I was surprised. I was surprised with Rose that she genuinely seemed like actually interested in Ed. Also, she seemed when she uh, it, it was funny, like I was watching it and we when we started watching this, we made fun of it so mm-hmm. fucking hard. But you get invested. But we're so invested now. And like there was this part where um, he was going to ask Rose to take the, the test. The STD test, right. And Joe goes, fuck him. She better make him take it, too. Yeah. I was like, I don't think he's in danger of having anything. And she goes, no, just out of principle. It's principle, yeah. And then when Rose it's is like, wildly yeah. inappropriate. Yeah. And then when Rose is like, yeah, I'll take it. But you're taking it, too. Joe's like, fuck, yeah, this girl's awesome. And I mean, then- think about think about it from her point of view. He's basically being like, well, I think you're a dirty fucking whore. Yeah. And not even that. Like her anger and her being hurt was so sincere that you could tell she does care for him, mm-hmm. and just to have him do that to her like floored her. Yeah, it, it was interesting. It was nice. Like I at first in the beginning I was just like weird midget. He, he's four <laughs> eleven. He's a meatball. He's got no neck. He's a meatball. He calls himself Big Ed. And also, he's really funny. Like, he knows the, how he looks, mm-hmm. and he's so comfortable with himself in some ways. Like, he's secure of himself. He's not secure of you know other too. people finding him, 
you know, being secure with him. Like he knows that he's odd, but he loves himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and that's cool. Yeah, it, it make and he makes fun of himself. And Ashley, stuff. Ashley was uh, pointed out something very that I found very interesting too, like the friends and the people that he has around him genuinely care. Yeah, they like him. They like. like Ed, and I mean, I don't blame him after watching him. I mean, he seems like a he seems like a solid dude. He he's a guy that I can see Rose falling in love with. Just oh, well, you'll be sad. To, you'll you'll be sad to know that 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 but shit fell apart. I heard. Yeah, apparently yeah. she does like Instagram modeling now. Well, good for her. Let's see. Hey, it'll help take care of her and her son. So. I wonder why. I bet it fell apart because of uh, press and shit. Uh, yeah, well, no. What it really was is uh, she wanted more children and he had that vasectomy. Oh, so that was the reason it got bad, huh? That's that's what caused everything to uh, fall apart. Yeah, she said she wanted more kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Where's the image that I saw? I'm looking I'm looking through her Instagram. Yeah, so I'm gonna share my screen with you again. And like she she cleaned up. She cleans up great. Oh. Check out Rose. Yeah, she cleans up pretty damn decent. But she I mean those two pimples on her head. I mean, of course people people are quick to say, well, she rode Ed's dick over to America. Maybe. Well, but that's what all of them are trying. Not even the case. She still, she still lives over there. Oh, really? Much, much, and much nicer digs now because she's got some money and some clout behind her. But good for her, though. Mm -hmm. I know. Have you gotten to the part where Ed goes to stay with her at her house? I it I just got up to that part, buddy. He has a fucking meltdown. (laughs) Of course, he's so weird. It's so funny. There's one point where he's like, where she's like showing him where she lives, and she's like, "Yeah, check out the windows." He's like, "Those aren't windows. There's just no roof there." (laughs) Wait, we watched one before we found the Ed one. We ended up uh, because my son knew about ed i guess he was a little bit of an internet sensation and uh when we started look at him well when we started uh, when i turned it on because you told me to watch it my son came out and he goes oh my god is ed in on this i'm like yeah tj's telling me to watch ed and he goes dude he puts mayonnaise in his hair you gotta watch (laughs) i'm like okay and he sat down and started watching this shit with me. But um, before we found the Ed episode, we watched the the fourth season of the original one. Uh, what was that? Oh, Anfisa and George. Anfisa and George. This Anfisa chick, one, is not good looking, but she thinks she's gorgeous. She is a bitch. But George is like the nicest fucking dude on the planet. He just wants to sell weed. And like she keeps on trying to push him. Is that them? Yeah. She's not terrible looking. No, you have to see her without her makeup on, dude. There's a she so she's getting like uh pictures taken, right? Oh man, look at George over there to the right. 
He lost a shit ton of weight, man. Look at him. Oh, and she got her face fixed. Look at her. So, I don't know. And, she's she's not terrible looking. Oh, dude, you gotta see her without makeup on. I'm fucking. I'm looking. Serious. I'm looking for an image. It's horrible. She has these huge pock marks. Oh yeah. And like like ac- like acne craters. Yep. Because she layers the makeup on. That's the look. You you spackle in all the mm. holes like it's stucco. Uh, yeah, dude. Like you're fixing an apartment wall before somebody moves in. But oh, dude, it was it was bad, and I'm just looking at George. I'm like, you're dealing with this shit. So he ended up getting arrested for drug trafficking. But what he does is he grows and he sells medical marijuana that he actually produces himself. Okay. So he and when this episode came out is right before California legalized it, dude, and he I- goes. You see somebody the, like that, and you're like, "How do you not have like a hot girlfriend?" Like, being a weed dealer—that's one of the best ways to get a hot girlfriend. Well, it's not even that. Like, he—he he even says it when he first appears. He goes, "The minute it's legalized in California, I have one of the biggest growth fields in manufacturing of this in the United States. Mm-hmm. And the minute it's legal, I'll be worth millions." This chick heard that, and he's like, come over. I can take care of you. So she ends up coming over, and she's a bitch the whole fucking time. And not just a little bit of a bitch. I don't mean, like, return a steak because you don't know what the fuck medium rare is. Like, bitch, I mean. Just raging, huh? She broke, like, five of his cell phones. He's He's trying to close out on a weed deal. Like selling like fifteen thousand dollars, like right. right there. She uses the Apple uh, Find Your Device thing that makes it ping. She's just nailing on it every second, pinging it, and it's cutting the phone call off. And she does it like over a hundred times, and he just fucking loses it. He she keys his car. Whoa. She straight out tells I need him to, to watch this one. Oh, it's great. She straight out tells him to his face, like, yeah, I'm with you because you buy me things. Why else would I be here? And he was like, Damn, So dude. you don't love me? And she goes, Well, would you love me if I'm if I was ugly? And Whoa. it was like, Holy crap, this chick is a bitch. We got into the show by just going, How far is she gonna go? Yeah. She, she fucking makes him buy in a uh, buy uh, get an apartment the first day she's there. She kicks him out of the, the apartment. Damn. She fucking just ruins this dude's life, and he's not a bad dude. Like he's <laughs> not a bad dude, and he's you're just, just like for a companion. Yeah, but it's like like you said, dude. You're in California. You are a weed dealer. You have thousands upon thousands of dollars. Like he's buying an engagement ring. She goes for a five hundred thousand dollar one, <laughs> and he starts freaking out. And he's telling her no, but at the same time trying to figure out how he's going to do it. Right, like, of she's course. Telling him to sell his car. Wow. And like, oh, she wanted a forty-five thousand dollar wedding dress, and he said no. Bitch, go back to Russia with that noise. And then he's like, "How about this?" You can have the dress 
or the ring. And it's like, are you serious? So you're going to spend $500,000 on a ring and then get her probably an extremely expensive wedding fucking dress on top of it and pay for everything and the wedding. And the whole time you're watching him, he's a big dude. He's about to have a fucking full-blown heart attack. Like, you can see the vein in his neck, just like, I'm trying to pump the blood. I mean... All this rage and fat. I just can't... I just can't understand, like, how... I don't don't understand, dude. Like, how do you... Like, I've never been, like, a Mac Daddy or anything like that, but I've never had trouble talking to to the ladies. Like... No. I I don't get how these people... Uh, like uh, I don't know, I I just couldn't. Um, there's no way in my mind that I'm talking to a girl that's like living in, I don't know, let's say like Czechoslovakia, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm chatting with her online. There is not a single doubt in my mind that I'm just talking to some Russian dude who wants a credit card number. See, my my biggest thing is like everybody knows the score. You know, if if you're a dude in the U.S. And half of these guys who do this mail order thing, they're extremely successful because what happened was they were too busy making money. They get into a relationship. And now that they're about to retire, they're a little bit older. They don't have to worry about working as much. Now they're like, now I need to start a family. Now I got to get the shit going. So they don't want to, they don't understand the culture here in USA more because they haven't been going to parties. They haven't been, you know, dating chicks they don't know what girls are going for so for them all they know is money the best thing for them to do is why not use my money to get a woman she'll be loyal my employees are loyal because i pay them i'll pay them but i'll lie to myself the whole time and tell myself it's love it's like are you fucking that that's the hurdle that i wouldn't be able to get over yeah no i couldn't do it every single one of these girls are just like because i like if i I don't get to love you if I'm like a millionaire, right, and Ashley's not in the picture, and I'm paying girls to like come hang out and stuff, dude. If I'm paying you to come hang out, as when I'm fucking sick of you, you're gone. Leave. Yeah. You know, clock out. Your shift's over. <laughs> yeah. Tap out. Grab a towel on your way out. But the second no. I the second I get sick of you, if I'm if I'm paying you money and putting you up like that, the second you get on my nerves bet i'm not pulling that out yeah <sighs> just, just like just like your boy that broke up with you oh damn dude it still hurts i know i'm sorry i don't mean to i don't mean to keep peeling the scab off no no i think you do it on purpose because you're kind of like that's what you get bitch you know you're mine there well there is definitely a little bit of that's what you fucking get because i can't believe you let it got that let it get that far and get that crazy dude i didn't know that it was good you didn't know you didn't know there was red flags the entire fucking time i okay there's a big difference between you and me when it comes to this like i can tear somebody apart real fast i can be really crude and joke around but when it comes down to it i will do anything to help somebody and also i take people at face value and yeah i do get hurt sometimes and yeah i do get fucked over but at least i can say in my heart of hearts i did what was right and if this happened, I came out a better person. So what it. are you saying? I'm some cold, heartless husk? Oh, you fucking are, and you're proud of it. Don't try to make this... <laughs> don't get the set claim. <laughs> Our last episode, you were telling girls to suck dick for promotions. 
I, I only if they wanted to do it and they were good at it. Well, yeah, if they didn't want to do it, it'd be rape. If they didn't want to do it, then I guess they don't want their career to advance. That is true. <laughs> did I say did I say anything that was untrue? You know what's fucked up too? Of all these guys that come after me, you think I would have had a gay boss by now. Yeah, I know, right? It's I amazing be, that you haven't. Yeah, I could be rolling in it. That's because you're not looking in the right industry. Yeah, that's true. You don't usually get, you know, too many dudes. I, honestly, honestly there is like... a much higher chance of that happening to me than there would be of you. Oh, yeah, because you're an interior designer, essentially. So. Uh, essentially, yeah, I design, I design kitchens, bathrooms, and closets. Yeah, and those closets have... Those closets a have a lot of, of gay dudes in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, is this oak? You know? Oh, dude, like... There, there are so many times where I'm doing my job where I hear myself speaking to the customer. I'm like, God, I'm such a fucking asshole. No, you're good, dude. No, I am good. I make a lot of money doing what I do, but like, I you're good at it too. I hate, I hate hearing myself talk sometimes because, uh, because I'll be like, oh, you know, uh, this quartz is gonna give a really beautiful rustic look against that cabinet, and I'm just like, I want to, I want to take my own head and bash it into the front of my fucking desk. You know, it's sad for me. That's not uncommon for me to say. You know, you, you're, you're like me. Oh, you're the. You're... What am I, I, I David? Okay, so like I understand how music works. I understand how notes work. I understand how instruments are played. I can tell differences in songs. I can catch similar uh, similarities. I can get a general idea of what a musician was listening to or what they were studying beforehand by, you know, subconsciously like mimicking sound. But I can't p- play an instrument for the fucking life of me. The closest thing I'm good at is bass. I suck at a musician. <laughs> You're the same way with art. You understand how it's done. You can follow <laughs> the lines. You understand the dimensions and everything, but you don't do it. But because you understand color color composition and how things brighten the clash, you're fucking amazing at making you know kitchens and setting up bars. Dude, there's so many times where I have no idea what the fuck I'm even talking about, but I say it with such confidence to the customer that they hardly ever question me. Well, you're also a good salesman too. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, you can you can up it. You know how to play the people and the going. You're right. I do need an airport right here, dude. I'll tell you the the easiest way to sell anything to anybody is make them laugh. If you make them laugh, they're comfortable. People who are comfortable buy. Yeah, it it, it makes them feel like you're not going to try to fuck them and the whole time. You're just greasing up your hog. Uh, actually, I legitimately try not to fuck my customers. I always try to make sure I know I've you do got the best discounts and we're doing the best thing to get them the best price and also look beautiful. Yeah, because you also understand if you can't get a sale, you're not going to make any fucking money. And, and not just that, it's my own ego and pride. Like, I don't want to put my name on a design that I think looks shitty or bad. Yeah, and your name means nothing. So you absolutely, it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I feel about everything. People <laughs> feel like people look at me and be like, "Hey, what do you think about the government doing this?" I'm like, "I don't like care. it." Fucking matters what I, don't I give think. a shit. Who gives a shit? You're people right. are like, I love when people too are like, 
well, well, you should care because that this affects every American. It's like, no, nah, look, no. look, let me tell you something. Over the last four years, other than being annoyed by Donald Trump, not much has really fucking changed about my life and at all. Yeah, you, you were, were not part of that, you know, that group that they're really striving for. Yeah, it's so like, I mean, cares? people are I like, even, people I are so excited. I, they're like, oh, Joe Biden, he's going to bring unity back to America. I'm like, is he or is he just going to do what he does and then fucking leave and nothing's really going to change? Probably. Yeah. It, it's like it's one of those things. It's like people like relationship advice, grief counseling, stuff like that. I'm good at that stuff. So I understand somebody asking me about that, but I don't understand somebody asking me about politics. I don't understand somebody asking me about anything that you look at me. What makes you think any of the shit is in my wheelhouse and that I have a solid fucking opinion? Do I have an opinion? Yeah, everybody has an opinion, but mm-hmm. why the fuck would you want to know mine? I know my political opinion is so uneducated and so simple. Like, I just got it. No, I got it on tape now. You uh, shut the fuck up about Donald Trump. I I got you right now. I just want people to be, I just very simply, I want people to be happy and be able to afford their lives. That's it. That's all I want. I I just want people to be happy and for me to afford my life. I think everybody (laughs) should be able to afford their life, you know, but I don't know. I, I, we don't, I, we don't need to get into fucking politics again. No, we don't, but we got to mention one thing real fast. What's that? The Bernie meme? We got another. What? Okay, what the fuck is this Bernie meme? I guess he wore mittens and was cold at the inauguration, so that's hilarious. (laughs) My wife just said he is so old. (laughs) He is so old. (laughs) Oh, I'm so old? She's saying I'm old. Well, you are old. Why am I old? So- <laughs> oh, I got that clean on the audio too. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I find myself. You just got roasted right, right oh. on the air, dude. <laughs> uh, tell Joel to bring you the aloe for that burn. TJ says I need some aloe. <laughs> I am old. I'm at the. I, I'm becoming that uh, Italian dad from that uh, Vine. You you think I don't watch the internet? You I watch I'm the old? internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm slowly becoming like certain things. Like I'm listening to, and I'm trying to like understand it nowadays. And I I I really am becoming an old man, like mm-hmm. hardcore. I know. Ashley was telling me about this. Uh... You probably you might know this. You have a daughter, uh, Jojo. Oh yeah, so, Jojo with the bows in her hair. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Ashley was telling me that the rumor is is that she's been dropping hints on her Instagram that she's going to be coming out as gay. Oh, that'd be hilarious. And uh, Ashley thought it was funny because she said that the fan base for this is very conservative Christian Midwest kind of people. Absolutely. That's so funny. And I was like, I was like, okay, so let me look this, look this thing up. So I look up Jojo and the first thing that popped into my head, I was like, everybody wants to talk about how Hollywood is full of pedophiles and there's pedophiles everywhere. 
And then you got this Jojo, which is definitely sexualizing that like little girl look. Oh, yeah. She was a Disney star. Yeah. Well, dude, that's the first thing I thought when I saw the pictures of her. I was like, oh, this is like a pedophile's wet dream. Okay. No, I can tell you. I talked to you about this. So my daughter loves Disney, like Mm -hmm. loves the Disney channel. Like she used to watch Enchanted. Uh, So she's all all in. All in. When that kid died, that which was horrible when he died, he had a uh, seizure. And he lived with his grandmother. He was a really nice kid. He was on uh, quite a few Disney shows, but he was on that Enchanted show. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter had the biggest crush on him. And when he passed away, oh, man, I had to sit there. She was crying. It was like her first love, you know? So yeah. like, when he died, it was a big deal. <laughs> but I would watch these Disney shows because when you're a kid, you want your parents to kind of dig what you dig. Sure. So. I would watch, you know, it's like, what else am I going to do? You know? So I'm watching Disney channel with her. Worst ways you could spend time than, than sitting there watching TV with your daughter. Yeah. And also when the cartoons come up, I, I, I love really any cartoon. I'm, I'm a child, but like they play like genie in the bottle and like <laughs> young girl stars and getting very sexual with the dancing. Oh. And yeah. I'm like, that song's about clitoris stimulation. Yeah, dude. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Like, they sexualized. Back when, back when Christina Aguilera was, like, super hot. And, like, she was, she and she definitely had that look of, like, the girl that's going to blow you in a movie theater parking lot. Yeah, but now she kind of looks like the rat fink creature <laughs> from... Uh, from that episode of South Park at the Jersey Shore. Oh, she shit. Looks- <laughs> yeah, she looks like what they did for us. Snooki. She does look rough now. Yeah, but like, I I just, I sit there, I'm like, holy shit, they're really priming these kids. It's like, they'll they'll sit there and try to be, you know, SJW all the they way. Could, they could try to deny it all they want. It's definitely like, but at the same time, though, I mean, see, this is where this is where like my confliction comes in, because I try to look at things from all different points of view. At the same time, though, should girls not be allowed to dance and enjoy themselves for fear of being looked at sexually? I mean, so that's yeah, I, and, and I don't that's think thing, any right? woman should do that. But there's that thing that comes into a play. Does a five year old little girl need to twerk? need to see that no we all know what the dancing is and what it's meant for you know what are you the dad from footloose (laughs) i've no lie he's been my hero in movies for years but no well not even that but a five-year-old kid come on right no i agree with you like like when netflix put out that that cuties which that was, was fucked up. All the young girls twerking. It's like, on one hand, on one hand, see, this is this is another thing where it's just like, okay, sure, you can have the movie out. It shouldn't be a sexual thing. You know, it should just be about these girls dancing and the, whatever their story is. But in this day and age. But the, in this day and age, though, yeah, the optics of it just don't read well. It doesn't read well. It, it doesn't... <sighs> It's one of those things. It's like putting sex and violence in a movie. 
Right. Does it need it? No, it makes it better. And that's the other thing. Conflict. Do you really have to make another documentary about a terrible thing that happened <laughs> to reiterate everything and also change the history on it now to fit some weird, you know, whatever idea? message you're trying to push? Yeah, it's like you don't need to do that. All you're doing is amping up people. When parents yeah. see that stuff, and, and they don't go, "Oh, cute little girls." They go, "This is pedophile material here," mm-hmm. and then it causes an outrage. But then they get so many views because people want to figure out what the outrage is. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. The controversy, and then it becomes this massive hit. Yeah, people want to take the they take the negative now and throw it out there and get ratings off of causing people to lose their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. And then you have a group of people. Not everybody's as sensitive to certain things. So then you have another group of people going, "What the fuck? You guys are the perverts. Why do you think perverts would be watching this?" Yeah, and look, and it's one of those things too. I I would have a hard time believing that the person that made that movie made it with the intention of being jerk-off material for pedophiles. There's just no fucking way. They set out to tell a story, and it just didn't come across right. Also, a lot of times when people are passionate about something, they won't think, you know, if they're doing it pure of heart, they don't even think about the way they're shooting it. They don't Mm -hmm. think about... They just want to show what that world is. Yep. But with that being said... Sometimes they just they the the film creators nobody's there that go stop it. You know, that's the thing about independent film. You know, you don't have that studio over your head telling you, Don't put that in. People are gonna think that. You don't take your movie and then put it through a panel. You well, know, that, the yeah. viewing of the film is at the <laughs> film festival. Well, and we and we have seen I mean countless, countless examples of studio interference in movies that ruin movies. So, I mean, there's an argument for both on it, you know? Mm -hmm. There is. And with independent film, it's independent film. It's art. You're not supposed to do that. But one of the biggest things is, one, they should have had a different rating on it. Two, did anybody really need to see that story? No. No. Honestly, I I think everybody's in agreement that these child pageants are fucked up. Yeah, dude. I I don't know how that's still a thing. If you modeled it, if the kid was just being cute, but the minute you're giving him fucking blowouts and full out makeup, mm-hmm. putting them in yoga pants and crop tops. It's slut that, training. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. I know the parents sit there and they're like, oh, my God, she looks like a little adult. Ain't yeah, that it's, cute? it's slut it's training. Like, you know, and that's that's kind of what I brought up the whole Disney show thing because you're talking about the JoJo thing. It's like you want kids when their hormones start raging. You know, that's one thing. You know, they they're taking responsibility of their body. They're getting older. Like I know my daughter's gonna grow up. She's already started growing up. That's great. I'm happy. I I want to see my kids grow up. I want to see what kind sure. of people they're gonna be. But do they need to have that in there? No. no. You Keep your kids fucking kids, man. Let them be kids for as long as they can. Yeah. And to make it worse, the people that are complaining about this stuff, the, the pedos and stuff, they're the ones trying to keep your kids, you know, and trying to take advantage of the innocence. 
you know that's the only reason i got like that whole show my sister went on a tirade about that show about sex trafficking and all this craziness <laughs> yeah the ugh, that was a whole thing i get called I'm, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure she had a very educated and nuanced view on it she had an okay view but taken to the extreme like everything sure that this lady calls me that let me know that a um a pedophile move close to my house every single time. Oh boy. But this is the thing. It's like, it's like three miles away, man. No, like, that, but like, I really think that they need to rethink how that whole system works. Um, I think they should for like the Romeo and Juliet cases, big time. It's like, you well, really no, like, throw somebody in jail for a two years age difference. Yeah. Or, or it's like, I got pissing. I got caught pissing in public, and now I have a sex offender charge. Yeah, that that one's fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I if I'm if you're gonna put make these people register, then I should know what level of crime they committed. If I'm we, looking at it, like if I'm looking at if I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, this guy just got caught pissing in a park. It's like, who cares? You know? A, a lot of that kind of shit too. A lot of the laws that got set down are is like bullshit too as far like that back in the day if cops saw somebody pissing on the side of the road half the time they wouldn't even say shit but if, if they it was, did say something it was more like along the lines of hey knock it off yeah get out of the way you know when we started doing cuts to the police department then they started basing see cops are something that should just be around like garbage if you, men if you need them they're civil service yeah. servants. They they're like garbage men. They should be paid all well for what they do, and garbage men get paid nope. horribly. Nope. Instead, they, they're like instead they're like fucking mafiosos. Well, then they're they go like around collecting protection money. Well, they've been doing that for years, but not even that. We start doing budget cuts, and then we go, oh well. Now you get more money depending on your performance of how many arrests you make. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure it's right. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, you're putting a grade scale. It's like cops have to do the fucking FCAT every single day. Yeah. Or they won't get their funding and their retirement. That's bullshit, man. And because of that, that's when you start getting people arrested on frivolous charges. That's why I don't, that's why I don't get when people like, when you say things like reform or defund the police, uh, people get mad. They're like, oh, you don't support the police. It's like, no, I do. And that's why I think that they should receive better training. I think yeah. that's why they should receive better compensation. And that's why I think that they should be. There's a, when I say reform or defund the police, they perform a very important function in our society. But we need to, well, if we really need to worry about anything, it's the prison industrial complex in this country. We need to get rid of privatized prisons. That needs That's to go. Up. That's modern day slavery. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. so it, we that, first that, we first we do that. We first we get prison reform and then we take a look at how cops are meant to handle the law. Because right now, right now, the, mostly besides the arrest, what do they do? They hand out tickets or they're just generally a nuisance to people. Yeah, they, they lost that. Like, the, I I know a fuck ton of absolutely amazing law enforcement like just really good guys and even they're frustrated with mm -hmm. everything they're like they, they have to be to... because they get they got one they got one guy in their squad squad that is a racist asshole 
And of course, he's the one that gets caught doing some racist bullshit. And now that whole police department, every one of them is looked at like they might as well be wearing a fucking clan hood. Not even that. This whole, you know, brother in arms bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Cops protecting each other. That's some horse shit, too. No. There, there's a point. If the person's doing everything they can and you can prove that they're innocent and everything else, then, yeah, that's being a brother regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, standing up. But somebody fucking hurts somebody and then you all try to cover that's fucked yeah up. just because you all wear a badge you know i love you the death tj but the minute you kill somebody i'm gonna be like look need dude to get tj help dude i am not ride or die i would turn your ass in so fast i can't blame you because that's the best thing it's like you don't want them to get hurt you don't want them to get killed this is gonna cause something you know there, there's a point where you know in any job if somebody's fucking off it's a weak link it puts your job in jeopardy because they're fuck ups it mm-hmm. can be ruining the company's name it could be you getting stuck in a group because you're friends with this person and you're defending them police officers need to get through their head yeah they're your brothers in arms they're the ones that are going to help protect you if shit goes bad but they're but also if, not above the law yeah it, the minute they do something like that yeah you might get away with it but What's done in the dark will always come to light, and you guys are going to have to answer for so much. Because every time, every single time something like this happens, you look at the history of these cops, and they've got these histories of violence and histories of bad behavior and bad instances. And it's like, well, either Internal Affairs is ignoring it or nobody's reporting it. Yeah. Because there's no reason that these bullies should be tolerated in in our police. No, they they can't be. That that's what it is. You know, corruption starts from the inside. We need to get people back in there. We got uh certain uh, certain counties down here in Florida. You're actually required to have like three college degrees to become a police officer. Well, see, and I'm about to I'm about to throw out an unpopular opinion right here. Let me tell you something. Protesting does not do jack fucking shit. It no, doesn't it, do any. It doesn't do a goddamn thing. If you want to affect change in the police department. Go become a police officer. Yep. That, if Be the you change you want to see. If you don't like the way politics are, then get in there and make a difference for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because sitting there yelling at the TV or standing on a street corner, you're not bringing awareness. We're in the day and age of awareness. Dude, we it's like you should. If, if I'm driving down the road and I see protesters, even if it's a message I agree with, I'm like, look at these fucking idiots. Well, what I don't like is them walking out on the road and you almost killing them. If I look, let me tell you something right now. If you're holding a dumb sign and I splatter you on the road, that's on you, doggy. Nah, see, you know, dude, I, I lead men on. You know this. Like, <laughs> I, if, if if I hit somebody with a car, oh my god, that will weigh on me. I will just sit there and just lose my damn mind i want to i want to believe you but i feel like i don't even know you anymore it's because i'm fake baby i know (laughs) this this is faux david (laughs) but no like it just there it's stupid you know i wish you and me like could just run the country that would be really fun i know because because me and you have well here's the cool thing about me and david in a lot of ways, me and David have views that are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Especially on things like religion. 
Like, I'm a staunch atheist. David is is quite religious, even though you may not be able to tell. Uh, I hide that side. He he hides it very well. Uh, but I don't think it. I don't think it's any mystery. You know, anybody that's yeah. familiar with you or or familiar with any of our past shows knows. Um, but I think that what makes it different is that we don't really give a shit what the other believes. We love each other. We've been friends forever. And that shit doesn't matter at the end of the fucking day. What matters is coming together, loving each other and being there for each other and being friendly with each other. And like, you know, uh, that's the important stuff. Like your community, the community of people you build around you. Just had like two red flags just pop up right there. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, maybe you should cut this thing off. You know, you know what's funny too. Like this, I I do not talk about my religious opinions to anybody mm-hmm. except for on this damn show because I I can't talk to anybody about that subject. I think that's the biggest thing that's a bummer about this thing. It's not the politics part of everything. It's just comedians are scared to make jokes nowadays. Mm-hmm. And you we know, live in this cancel culture where nobody can say anything because you might offend some special interest group and they're going to come after you. Well, not even that. If somebody asked me my religion, I, I'm, I'm scared to tell them what it is because I might get my head bit off. <laughs> Do you know how much of a pain that at, in the ass that is? You know, um, I would say I wouldn't say I feel bad for it, but I don't. Well, no, I mean, like, any time that you can't say who you are or say a joke, you know, that makes somebody laugh and brighten their day because you're scared. One, if it's not going to hurt anybody, it's no biggie. Mm-hmm. But these things, you know, we tell ourselves stories now. We see a kind of person and we're like, oh, that person's all about this. And it's like, no, yep. we make such broad, such broad strokes about people. Yeah, that that's my problem. See, like you kind of made made fun of me, and you know, kind of made fun of me. You fucking tore me up. But like about you know these red flags, I don't want to be that person that just assumes all the time. And yeah, I should listen to my gut, but it's one of those things where it's like I'm so sick of people not giving people chances. Yeah, but dude, the the second he started buying things and wanting to give you things. You should have just been like, you know what, dude, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know. I told him, but you know, the more I got to learn about his past, trying to help him with his problems, I knew what he was doing. And in some ways it was like, I'll hurt him more by saying no and being offended. And because I told him, I, every time I told him, no, he would get super upset. You know, I just thought about it like that. It's like you're you're still a kid and on the inside. Like yeah. you stop growing emotionally like around thirteen years old. You know? And it just he's doing so good there. But that that's my thing. Like I don't assume anything when I look at somebody. I go, that's that person, that's what they look like. And then, you know, if they have I, I can talk to anybody, you know. I love it when people wear really crazy shirts because there is always something to talk about with crazy shirts. My problem is is I can, I can talk to anybody, but you know, very well, I wear my emotions right on my face. Um, kind of hard on the sleeve kind of guy. 
uh so sometimes when i'm talking to people i can and i've been told this many times that i've i sometimes seem unapproachable um but it's mainly because of the fact that like if you're gonna come at me with something stupid i'm gonna give you a look like you're fucking stupid i i i don't mind coming at anybody even if they look angry because those are the best conversations i've been told i've been told by three different strangers that i seem unapproachable before they meet me really yeah which i which i don't get you have resting bitch face do i oh dude you're you're just like that yeah you look unapproachable (laughs) you do yeah honestly you look like somebody that has candy in their pocket you know what you You know know what though you know what it is though dude is like for the most part if i don't know you i don't really want to know you yeah no i'll give you that you know and that's just based off of personality you know people are broken down and you know you have introverts you have extroverts then you have people that will only take a chance if they see any common interest well i've made my safe ground i've i've made my first new friend in like five years what's this bitch's name uh his name is patrick Ugh, a pat yeah he's a good dude he's a good dude um but uh we actually were at his house last night uh, playing board games and hanging out. And towards the end of the night when we were heading out, he made a – he because we were talking about handshakes and slaps and high fives and shit, and he's got a weak high five game. And so we kept doing it over and over, and uh, he's like, man, I bet this is how you can get COVID. And then, like, his face immediately dropped, and he was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make a joke like that. And I was just like – I, I did the same thing I did to you. I was like, ah, oh, don't worry, dude. Nobody's worried about my dumb dead dad. And like his face dropped even further. And I was like, dude, I'm totally kidding. It's fine. It's it's 100% fine. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, don't worry about it. And he's like, he's like, oh, I will for the next hour after you leave. <laughs> guy sounds like me. Good guy. <laughs> sounds like a good dude. Oh, he's oh. a very, he's a very nice dude. No, personally, what I would have done is thrown on the Jewish guilt. I would have sat there and went, nice. Well, <laughs> um, thanks, thanks for having me over. I, I guess I'll talk to you later. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That would have sent him into a fucking whirlwind. <laughs> you better not meet me. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I feel bad. I'm, I'm beginning to start giving abuse to Kiki. Well, and, then, and see, that's the thing. That's like my, my personality you could throw pretty much any joke you want to at me and it's not really gonna upset me you know what i mean especially if i know it's if it's done in good nature and and done in good ribbing that's fine i don't care what you say to me oh man i've been uh giving with my boss like i said well that group of guys that he plays with they're all younger dudes so but they're very like squad based they're just like blah 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 go this way like uh, one of yeah. the dude's names his code name's rusty there's another guy named ace you uh, know and then you'll and rusty's like the leader of the group and rusty i'm not gonna be. lie i hate these guys no they're they're pretty funny because they're so serious anytime i talk and i suck like i just figured out how to jump perfectly on the game they made fun of me for an hour because i kept on trying to jump up they're like you're so close Oh, you're doing so good. And then they started making fun of me because I asked Quentin, my son, to come over and do it for me. 
<laughs> and they're like, oh my god, dude, you had to get your fucking kid. They're like, how old are you? I'm like, fuck you, kid. Oh, uh, shit, we're old. No, I got him the other night. I was like, hey, guys, what does a dead baby in a microwave look like? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know either. I was too busy masturbating. They were so uncomfortable. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, did they get? Did you get the same kind of silence you did here? Yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard that joke, I lost my damn mind. That's that that one freaked me out. I was like, Ugh. yeah, I've, those those kind of jokes have never really made me laugh. I'm like, all right, yeah, I get it, but. Oh, are you kidding me? I love dead baby jokes. Those are the best. You think that people who are for abortion would enjoy dead baby jokes? They, they don't. don't. They don't they appreciate don't. it. I tried. They do not, and it it drives me. I'm did like, try, you did you try serious? your did you try your pitch right outside the clinic, like on the exit? Oh, I got kicked out of Planned Parenthood back in the day, dude. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> And I know you guys are like, oh, Christian Jew, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Bro. Said, no, I just told dead baby jokes the whole time. Like, people are walking out. I thought you were going to say that your credit card got declined. <laughs> Kidding me? I had a club <laughs> card there. You had the punch? I had a full line of credit. Oh, I wish that the whole punch, I wish that the whole punch was the shape of, like, a fetus. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, the last one for the free abortions right in the middle of the head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you scrambled the baby. You get a free abortion. Well, looks like I am going to Cancun. Yeah. Tijuana, here I come. My favorite thing I ever heard said in a clinic. And I, I had a girlfriend and she was too embarrassed to go and get her uh her um uh, birth control by yourself mm -hmm. so i used to go with her all the time but this one girl goes oh my god i'm gonna be so bloated long after i'm really hoping i look good in my swimsuit i'm just like <laughs> bitch is about to suck out <laughs> junior and she's worried about looking good in a bikini oh and you know what i tell a few dead baby jokes and she didn't appreciate it i don't get it i don't it, I'm speaking to the group. What an uppity bitch. I, that's what I thought. I was like, really? I'm like, come on. You should be digging this. I would have so much more respect. If <laughs> You're just standing there with the fucking microphone that's not plugged to anything. Going like, man, I should be killing here. Yeah. What's... Huh. They, should, they should call me Dr. Becker because I'm, I'm in here killing these babes. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of girls with paunches in here. That's the, that's the old sperm in the water. That's the old joke, too, right? Hang out around the abortion clinic to find your next girlfriend. What was that? <laughs> yeah, you, you've never heard that before? I, I, I You cut out. I didn't. Oh, hear. I did? You did. It, it made me sad. What uh, did you say? Uh, I was saying that's like the old, the old joke of uh, finding your next girlfriend at the exit of the uh, abortion clinic. Oh yeah, because you know those bitches put out. You know they put out, dude. You just know it's probably like probably on the first date. It's like the the freaking uh, the baby unit. If you the see hospital. the one, if you see the one that's leaving with like the backpack, that that ain't her first rodeo. She knows how it goes. She knows how long she's gonna be there, so she brought supplies. Yeah, I walked in. 
wearing Daisy, white Daisy he, Dukes, and I'm he, leaving in like some sweatpants. She knew she knew it was going to go down. Uh, she knew how it went down, how long she was going to be there, and she planned her day around it. That's how you know you got a winner. Oh yeah, she's like, I gotta get to the gym and jostle all these, <laughs> these parts out. <laughs> See if we can jimmy these suckers free. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. I swear to uh, God, it's like shaking wet gummy bears out of a sock. <laughs> and I think on that note, that's going to be a good place to stop today's show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Go follow us on Facebook. Send us email. Talk to us. We need some more letters for David because, honestly, the reason I was so eager to skip over that segment today, I didn't have nothing. Oh, is that why I had to talk about my feelings? That's why That's why we had to get into your personal shit. You've ruined the first part of the show about my damn feelings. Uh, well, look, it's not my fault that you got involved in a sordid man-love triangle. <sighs> the doctor didn't see this one coming. <laughs> the doctor, doctors are great at giving out the advice, not so much at taking it. Nope. What you can't do, you teach. <laughs> 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 like, I, I was like Dr. House. Like, when he comes up with the assumption, and the next thing you know, he's proven wrong. That's what happened to me. I was like, oh, damn. It must have been encephalitis. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, David, for sharing that story. I think that I think that there are, are going to be listeners of ours who listen to this and be like, man, I know, I know a motherfucker like that. I yeah, know a dude like that. Um, anybody who's gullible like me and just wants to be a good person... Force yourself to be a bad person every now and then. Yeah, don't be a David. Be a TJ sometimes. Yeah, don't don't be like me. Like I swear to God, I meet somebody and it'll be fucking weird. Because I like, tell you what, the first video game he bought for me, I would have been texting and be like, "Dude, are you trying to fucking suck my cock? What is this?" Well, you, it's weird. I give everybody a chance, like you. I gave you a chance. Everything worked out. You never bought me a present though, but like. No, yeah. but I have I have tried to suck your dick on a number of occasions. I didn't want it. I know, and that's I okay. Sw- you you looked at me and you we just moved past it. I was about to say you looked at me and then you're like, "Damn, I bet that guy has a big hog." I looked at you <laughs> and all I heard was Sarah McLaughlin and a shaking dog in a crate. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to nurture you and build you as a human. You just wanted to use. will you remember me i I was slipping into fucking michael mcdonald there oh my god how would michael mcdonald (laughs) will you remember me God, I really, I really wish I could do like a fucking banging Michael McDonald impression, so that I could cover Danzig songs as Michael McDonald. Yeah, but his like the twist of Kane. Is a come alive. Second keeps holding on. Or be like, or be like. The twist of Cain. <laughs> Actually, better yet, he sings. He just does his own covers of the songs, as far as he even rewrites lyrics and shit. 
<laughs> that would be great. I I don't know if you could do real fast before we jump off. If you could do any impression, like any, and seriously, what like, a, like do it absolute perfect. Yeah. Hmm. There's so many. Um, I think that the one that keeps jumping to my head right away. Oh man. I want I want to keep jumping to Arnold Schwarzenegger. You, it's a classic. You ever, but have, yeah, everybody can kind of do a Schwarzenegger. I mean, I mean, yeah, I could kind of do a Schwarzenegger. Yeah, see, that wasn't bad. You know, I could I could kind of do it, but like I don't know. Um Maybe maybe a Sam Elliott. Oh, that would be kind of cool. You know, that come on, dude. That really like southern rustic voice (laughs) with that little bit of timber. (laughs) A little bit of timber. Oh, a little bit of Smoky Mountain at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Like I I love that. um, To just the tippy toe of the Tennessee foothills. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I I love how like when we do impressions of uh like all Schwarzenegger and stuff, it reminds me of foreigners trying to speak English. <laughs> like chill out, dude. You know? And then we're like, oh cool, we speak the same language. And what's the first thing we say in Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, no. Oh. Get to the chopper. Everybody screams, get to the chopper. Get down, Dylan. <laughs> no, it's not Dylan. It's Melon. Melon. <laughs> yeah, he can't say Dylan. I love that part. I love um, his interactions between characters, not his quips, like when he throws out stuff like "let out some steam, Bennett," or "he was dead tired." You my favorite, my favorite impressions though, are sometimes the one not not ones that sound exactly like the person, but they catch the essence of the person. Yeah, you know what I'm it, saying. Bill Hader's good for that. Mm-hmm. They get the spirit of it. I, I used to have a friend, Dylan, that I worked with at the gas station. <laughs> and every time, oh, yeah, I was his manager, so I would scream over the PA, Dylan! And he would come up and he'd be like, yeah, boss, you were asking for me. But the, the biggest thing with him is every time I would see him and we start a shift, I would shake his hand like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dylan did in Predator. <laughs> and I would always look at him and go, You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and he'd like do the arm flex grab. He was so strong, though. I would just tip a lot. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't be stronger. <laughs> but I, I, if I could do any impression, I, I, I want to say it would be like a really good cartoon character. But not like the classic ones like it's it's tough it's tough isn't it it, it's hard to pick like one half of me wants to say dexter from dexter's laboratory just because that's a good one that would just be hilarious just to be standing in line and just throw it out at one of my kids i told you no candy you know (laughs) screaming at him (laughs) you know i i I can't think of one like offhand you know what oh you know what you you brought up cartoons though and i thought of one that i it's a voice that I've always loved, and if I could do it, I would do it all the time. And that's the voice of Invader Zim. 
Yeah. I, I do love that voice. That that's a weird you know what? I never watched that show when it was out. My no, wife It's very funny. Then, uh, my wife got me into Invader Zim. I fell in love with the character Gur so much. Mm-hmm. Because Gur is fantastic. Gur's great. I don't know. My favorite in that whole show was Dib. Always trying to figure him out. I the one of the, I think one of the best episodes is the one where uh, Dib lives his whole life and grows old, and right at the end of it, like they show his whole life and he's got this spectacular life and he proves aliens exist and he proves ghosts exist and he's a great scientist and he's just got a fantastic life and he's old as shit, right? And he's being interviewed and the interviewer goes, you know, there's just one last question I have for you. And he's like. Was it you that threw the muffin at Zim all those years ago? He and he goes, Dib goes, huh. Boy, I haven't thought about that in so many years. He goes, but as a matter of fact, it was. And then you just everything goes black and Zim pops up and he's like, I knew it. And then like so he put him through this whole simulation of his, his entire life just to find out that a muffin was thrown at him by Dib so he could throw a muffin back at him. I've maybe watched five episodes of that show it's very funny i need but to it's hit, it's, it. it's hit and miss though too there are some episodes that you're just like eh, whatever but there are some really legitimately like very funny episodes right. i'll start it back up uh after i'm done with this season of 90 day fiance i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i gotta find out what happens to Ed. i love I'm- it like jill doesn't even have the tv on right now we're just waiting to find out what's up i love it Oh my Love god, it. it's fucking trash TV. It's tra- straight up trash TV, but it's so goddamn entertaining. I the whole time we're watching, I'm like, God, I wish TJ and Ashley were were here so I, I know could hear Ashley's comments <laughs> because I bet they're wonderful with their oh, southern maybe, accent. Maybe we should do like a live watch. Oh my god, that would be fun, right? Well, I could just set the laptop up up on the coffee table. Hit play at the same time. Uh, uh, let's stop recording. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we got too creative, everybody. Talk to you later. <laughs> I'll let you know if my ex contacts me again. Bye. Bye.